I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. Yes. It'll be sexy. Yeah, it'll be sexy. You sound sexy, Kissel. Yeah, that's what it is. Sexy. Yeah, you sound sexy. You sound like um, a, a man dressed up as Nick Nolte telling people <laughs> that he's Nick Nolte. Or telling people he's Gary Busey. I always confuse those two. You, you do? I don't know why. In my head, Gary Busey and Nick Nolte hold, a, uh, hold the exact same piece of pie. I'd love to see them kiss. Oh, yeah. I honestly, I'd love to see him kiss, just to see just what it's like to see two human cigarette butts <laughs> make out with each other, which is <laughs> actually a very easy thing to do if you live in St. Louis or you live in like Cincinnati, these beautiful cities where I we love them. I love St. Louis. I oh, love yeah. Cincinnati. Um, but there's a lot of people that they there's an ashtray look. That's in those cities. Well, they're focused. They're good at their jobs. You got to smell like cigarette smoke if you work in the industry. That's my my father. My father loves his cigarettes more than he loves his wife or his children. He's mostly cigarettes, and unlike his wife and children, cigarettes won't kill him. All right, everyone, this is Side (laughs) Stories. I am Ben, hanging out with Henry Zabrowski. Henry, I don't know what happened to my voice. It's gone. I think you're being punished by fucking Jehovah for for every sin you've ever done, and it's all catching up right now. I have given nothing but joy through my words, uh, humor. I get emails. People say, oh, I love Roundtable of Gentlemen, they'll tell me. And they say, Abley, let's top at how fun and interesting. I disagree. Maybe they disagree sometimes. And then Uh, for this show, they say, oh, my God, how did you guys create two unbelievably successful podcasts? And to that, I say, it is all about how how much do you weigh and how much do you want it? It's a, can you be fat enough to want it enough to get it? <laughs> I do. I do believe you got to start fat. I yep. know this morning uh, you, you're not like I know you're not. It's not that you're weird with food, but you're different with food. You don't have the same kind of attachment to food that I have. No, like I usually, pathologically. my problem is, and by the way, I am currently doing pretty well when it comes to sober January. You really are. I have not had any booze in all of January, which is amazing. Obviously, God has cursed me with horrible throats. I sound like Steve Buscemi's asshole. But nonetheless. (laughs) Hey, uh, can you give me a cigarette? (laughs) Hey, hey, uh, you know, the lips get all the cigarettes. Uh, We want to pass one down the old butthole, would (laughs) you? 
Mm. You're ruining these filters. <laughs> uh, but no. I don't know what happened. Sober January, the voice is gone. Maybe is alcohol the thing that has been powering me for all of these years? Don't and start now this that validation it's gone, process. Don't start it because that's this is how it always begins. It's being like, well, I got to get back on vodka during the day. That's actually the lesson I'm taking from sober January. Um, but you don't have like food cravings, right? No, I eat. I eat like I don't eat, and then I eat a whole bunch of food. It's and called then binge. I don't eat, so it's not good. Yeah, binge eating, and yeah. I, but I don't purge. I don't purge unless no, I'm very drunk. Pro- but occasionally yes. a purge will happen because that's not you know good. what? I know it's not good. But it is, and you should not do it. We need to take no, care of, of ourselves. No, of course not. This is not a, This is not a thing to be taken lightly. There's people that have like this is the pet. But I'll say this is a problem with dudes and quote unquote eating disorders is that we're not told to recognize them because we were taught to do them a lot of times in sports. No, it's just called making weight. If you have yeah. to, if you have to be down to 165 by Saturday. Well, I'm Gotta sorry, it. buddy. It's time for you to do some purging. But it's not good. Be care. Be careful out there. But, but that was, that's my problem. I do a whole bunch of I will do a whole bunch of food at once. But Henry, you are you're a savant. You're a sommelier of, yeah, of good food. I'm a I'm a snoozy snail. <laughs> I um sometimes will snap awake with a fantasy of what I'm gonna eat that day. Really? Like a vicious pregnant woman in bed and this morning. So we're recording earlier this week than we normally would. I'm in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, we're recording because I'm about to be uh, at Natalie's grandmother's house and Ooh. Natalie's grandma. Um, I don't know what happens to grandmas, but they just get grandma internet. Every one of them has grandma internet. It's like my parents' internet went to shit for some reason as they turned 65. Technically, it's called perfect freedom. That is it. That is like the when it's you get old enough to no longer fuck. need the uh, the internet. What is she going to look at the internet it. for? They, Lou they Dobbs? Uh, you know what? I you actually, you know what? I'm reversed. They don't need it. They, they should don't. be cut off. No. But I, so we're doing this early because here. But this morning I woke up. Now, th- obviously, this is not very true crime related or last podcast related. But sometimes, y'all, my need for pancakes gets so <laughs> intense. My needs for pancakes become so pathological. I wake up. And it's the first thought is pancakes. <laughs> Just some pancakes. Like how I imagine Papa John does with reckoning. Yeah, of course. When do I start? Can I start today? All my guns haven't arrived. <laughs> I can't believe. I love that Vega shooter guy. What a funny guy! I was reading some of his journals. Some of that stuff is absolutely compelling. Really? Uh, but the uh, I, got, I went and got a bunch of pancakes this morning. But there's nothing I love better because I'm already researching for next week's episode because it's fairly thick. Right. And so I'm sitting. I just does anybody else have the same experience that I do of sitting and reading? The worst things in the world at a cute diner, like just at the booth, and they're like, morning, y'all. And they're so excited, being like, yeah, how doing, hun? Like super sweet, super right. nice. I got my pecan wall, uh, I got my pecan pancakes Ooh. with some grits, cheese grits. I got bacon and eggs Damn. all in one go. And what I like to do is I carve them all up into a big, like, splosh. Right. And then I kind of eat them all, all of the items at once. Sort of like them all kind of a melange. Kind of like you're a prisoner and they, they want to give you food, but they don't want you to enjoy it. No, but I like to make it a one big mashup. If you I know, could, you got to follow a guy named Otis on Instagram, Henry. He's a professional wrestler. He's a big chubby boy. He is very funny. He's from Wisconsin, so you got to love him. And he nothing but food videos on his Instagram. I think you'd get pretty horny for it. 
I love watching big fat like guys, and I love watching uh, big like muscle guys eat on the internet. Well, I absolutely re- love it. It's so compelling. I don't know why I like it. I again, I'm not getting hard from it. It'd be, no. I would say it. I would fucking say it. Absolutely. If I if I did get hard from well, it, but I didn't. Every time Henry gets an erection, you'll know. He screams about it. He brags about it for years. Because I like a family. groundhog seeing his shadow, he never knows when it's going to come back or not. And the big thing about that, that honestly, is that when you get the, the, you get the boner, sometimes you just got to use it. You have to use it when you got it. Otherwise, it's gone forever. It's just another waste. What another to, fucking waste. I have to clarify one thing as well. Obviously, we have the horrible bushfires happening in Australia. That's still happening. Yes. Evidently, on last week's episode, I talked about how the pandas were burning. I didn't mean pandas. I meant koalas. We Didn't all kind of understood. I think we all understand. Meant, Don't pandas and koalas hold the exact same spot of your brain when it comes to wild animals that you also think could be really good friends of yours? For some reason, I randomly know that pandas are related to raccoons and that koalas have chlamydia. Yeah, they all got the clap because they're fun. They're fun. They're they're wild. They're free. No condoms. This must be very nice. Well, it's very Um, interesting. There's actually a panda version of the film Eyes Wide Shut, and uh, you can see how they get chlamydia. It's quite erotic. I honestly think it's in the Epstein files. <laughs> I well, got some good responses. Again, take these with a grain of salt, but I've been kind of tossing money at, at the various things uh, for the uh, support of the Australian bushfires. Not for support of the ones. fires. We're not the only no, podcast I'm, taking the support of the fires. Be like, yeah, get out there, I said a bunch of hay. I said a bunch <laughs> of hay, and I said a bunch of gasoline. We're team fire. Wow. It's a controversial stance, but we are team fire. Fire has rights as well. <laughs> but I, there's one called www.wildlifevictoria.org.au. Um that's that's got apparently there's doing a lot for the the a lot for the animals in specifically in Melbourne, Victoria. Great. Uh but I would also say they say something some people have been saying the Australian Red Cross, but I know the American Red Cross is fairly controversial about whether or not people get their fucking money or not. Yep. So I'm not sure about that. And then I've had a lot of people tell me to to talk to people like locally. Like look up, like literally do hashtag Australian bushfires, get through the first wave of new mm. gingers, and then when you get to the fire parts of it, uh-huh. you'll find people that are genuinely uh, on the ground, localized, and they are looking for direct donations for help. That's the way to do it. DM us a picture of a house on fire and be like, I'm right here, and let us know where to send our money precisely because... As as Henry mentioned, the American Red Cross is extremely fraudulent. It reminds me of Mother Frickin' Teresa. We brought her up last week, too. no saints at all. We we, we have to do next week, Henry. I'm taking the lead. We're doing a Mother Teresa segment. I will do it in a fucking second. You know I hate that lying woman. You know I hate that lying woman. I I wish that I could hit her with a Nerf gun. I'd love to tie her up with a bunch of zip cords and fucking shoot her with Nerf guns until she told me she stopped believing God twenty years before she died, which is true. That is all completely true. Uh, but uh, th- there was another man who sent a picture. Did you see the man who sent a picture of um his chest mm. up to the top of his his bush hairs, uh-huh. and he said that he would send ten dollars to Australia if we members of last podcast and left and Travis included. So congrats, Travis. That's um, great. If we sent him pictures of our genitalia, flaccid or hard. 
So he, he that wants, was actually very so generous he, of him. For $10. He thinks that all three of our schlongers are worth $10 combined. That's no, at buddy. least a $40 picture. Um, and also, that's not enough. Do you no really way. think that your pe- a picture of your penis is worth 40 bucks? A picture of my penis is worth a million dollars. It's wow. very, there's very few pictures of it out there. No, I know. It's like fucking Mother Teresa doing a genuinely good thing. There's very few pictures of it. Very rare. She loved to kill the poor. She thought it was the poor's responsibility to die for Christ. She is crazy. That's the only time I ever agree with her. Let's take a look <laughs> at this fucking... Uh, I love the poor. I love the poor. Good clarification. I love them. Um, all right, so let me. I want to talk about this first story that I got. Uh, it is from eastidahonews.com. This is the person writing it. It's 26 degrees there, light rain. Sounds like it sucks, but why, thank you why for Why are you dissing these poor, cold people? I'm sorry, everybody. I don't mean to be aggressive today. I'm kind of hungover, and honestly, I'm about to fall asleep. I have two pounds of pancakes slowly working their way through my fucking lower intestine. You did that um, to yourself. I did. Yes. And I should have known that it's not responsible of, me, responsible of me as a performer. No, it's also a very strange thing to crave in the middle of the night, but... Why? I don't know. I just never think about pancakes. Pancakes are never on my mind, but we can get to the crime story. We should get to the crime story, yeah, but... People are, people are I, I currently just like, we don't, we're not here just to listen shut to you up. talk. And shut it's up like, with the pancake hour. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's my damn show! It's my, my show! That's my butt. I got, I got a pancake butt. All right, so here we go. Court documents. Mother of missing Rexburg children believes she is a reincarnated god chosen for Christ's second coming. Hmm. Yikes. This came from last week. I believe this is done by, uh, written by Adam Herbetz, KTSU, but there's another thing that says Daybell Case, so I don't know who the difference is what. All All right, right, here we go. Family members from Louisiana have flown in to meet with the Rexburg Police Department and FBI to discuss the disappearance of Joshua J.J. Vallow and Tylee Ryan, 17, 7 and 17, respectively. Kay Woodcock and her husband Larry Woodcock are the biological grandparents of J.J., an autistic little boy who has been missing since September along with his sister. Okay. Tylee Ryan's father, Joseph Ryan, died in 2018 of a heart attack. Police said that the children's mother, Lori Vallow, and her new husband, Chad Daybell, did not report the children missing, instead choosing to flee from Idaho and refusing to cooperate with the investigation. Hmm. Now, this is a very convoluted story that I am going to try to break down right now. So Lori Vallow was married to Kay Woodcock's brother, Charles Vallow. Okay. So the Woodcocks are now in town looking for their kids. So the, right? the Woodcocks lost their kids. The Woodcocks lost their niece, their nephew and niece. Okay. So it's Lori Vallow. It's just Charles Vallow was one of a member was a was a member of the K Woodcock was K Woodcock's brother. All right. <laughs> okay. Her previous husband. So on July eleventh, Lori Vallow's brother, Alex Cox. So this is the mom's brother, shot and killed her husband. Charles Vallow in Chandler, Arizona. So this has already happened. Okay. Cox told police at the time that the shooting was in self-defense. The case is still under investigation. Alex Cox later died on December 12th in Gilbert, Arizona. Investigators are not releasing any information about the circumstances surrounding his death due to an ongoing investigation. Sounds like suicide. Uh-huh. So, but according to the court documents, Charles Vallow was trying to divorce Lori Vallow because Ooh. of her newfound religious beliefs. Months before she died... Charles Vallow had serious concerns about the kids' well-being. The following is an excerpt from court documents filed by Charles Vallow's attorney on February 15th, 2019. Buckle up. 
Okay. Mother, Lori Vallow, from hence now will be known as Mother, has recently become infatuated, at times obsessed, about near-death experiences and spiritual visions. Mother has told Father, Charles Vallow, that she is sealed, eternally married, Mm -hmm. to the ancient Book of Mormon prophet Moroni, and that she has lived numerous lives on numerous planets prior to this current life. Mother also believes that she was married to James the Just in a past life and also lived as Mary French in the 1800s, who was Joseph Smith Jr.'s natural grandmother. Isn't that an exciting life? It is very exciting. Yeah. It's almost like she's making it up. Could be. Mother also informed Father that she is, trans- she is a translated being, which is in quotes, who cannot taste death who was sent by God to lead the 144,000 into the millennium. Mm. I will say it is difficult to bring up in couples therapy that you are the one of the chosen. Well, I understand that it's difficult to approach, but speak to your partner. Well, I mean, it's, how your, awkward it's important is to that? communicate. How awkward is that when you're with your partner, you're having lunch, all of a sudden it's like, how do I bring up the fact I'm one of the chosen one? And it's just so weird that like they didn't make the cut. How do you broach that subject? It's not easy. You know what you do if you're the husband? You eat that pussy. Because now you stay you stay close to the Godhead. Eat that pussy. Stay in the pocket. That's how you don't get shot by the Godhead's brother. Well, so your mother believes that she is receiving spiritual revelations and visions to help her gather and prepare those children to live in the New Jerusalem after the Great War as prophesied in the Book of Revelations. Interesting. So this is, this is Lori Vallow that you're talking about, right? Yes, okay. yes. On January 29th, 2019, during a phone conversation between the parties and after their physical separation, mother informed father that she was a god assi- she was god assigned to carry out the work of the 144,000 at Christ's second coming in July 2020, which is coming up, oh. and if father got in her way of her mission, she would murder him. Ooh. The next day, father was on a business trip in Houston, and during another phone conversation, she kept referring to father as Nick Schneider. Nick Instead Schneider? Instead of father's name. She kept calling him Nick Schneider. Father asked who Nick, Sh- who Nick Schneider was, right? and mother told him that Nick was father's real name because Nick had killed father and taken his identity. Well, that's Seems a hell of- to be- it's very complicated. Hell of a way to get out of a speeding ticket. It's it's going to take a while for the officer to understand why he pulled over the wrong person. But nah, he'll I'm get sorry, it officer. My name is Nick Schneider. Schneider, like the pretzel. Lori Vallow and Daybell, do you know what kept them together for so long, Henry? What? It's the same thing that keeps us together. They ran a podcast together. Oh my! It God. was it was called Preparing a People. It's a podcast. It was a small multimedia company that said it's not a cult or even a group to join and distance itself from the couple's belief. It advertises in its lectures and podcasts and videos as readying people for the second coming of Christ. Look at that up right now and send me those links. I have to see that fucking right now. I'm so excited. Uh, I did not know that. That's wonderful. Podcasts bring people together. So this is her. This is her with the new husband. Right, this is the new husband who has since disappeared, and the kids have been gone since September. So, okay. mother proceeded to warn father, who was the original father, the like oh, the, the father of these two kids. Okay, that she would kill him upon his return home, and had an angel there to help her dispose of the body. She also mentioned that she could not trust father, and that she would not only kill him, but would destroy him financially. So, is the angel Moroni? Uh, I know. Okay. I don't know. Did no, no, no. Maroney's She's just there. married Maroney. Maroney's busy. He's busy. Okay, I got it. He can't be there doing all this day-to-day fucking horseshit, right? <laughs> so 
her, so now her, her that man's sister, Kay okay. Woodcock, told Fox 13 that she and her husband would routinely talk to her brother about whether it's possible to somehow overcome his wife's new beliefs and save the marriage. This is my main problem with Mormonism. It's the same story as the missing woman, Susan Powell, that their main concern is, but can you make your marriage work, though? Yeah, right. she's threatening to kill you and says she can't trust you and that your real name's Nick Schneider, but don't you think that you guys could talk it out? And it's like, no, man, get divorced. Just fucking leave, leave. Uh, but he easier was obviously, said than done, though, Henry. Easier I know, said than done. I know. Because who likes to pack? Packing is the worst. It's so stressful. Yeah. It's so stressful. So it is, it's just wild. There's, so now he obviously comes home. First of all, if, if you are away on a business trip, if Natalie called me right now and said, baby, uh, you know that I'm God, I'm an, uh, but I have to tell you this, your real name is... Learn Kreftner. I believe her. And I was like, I'm Learn Kreftner? Yeah. I was like, I'll play the character of Learn Kreftner. It means I could, we could still make love to each other and have a happy home. No, Learn do Kreftner doesn't make love. He makes fuck. Yeah, I do what I'll do whatever I gotta do is Learn Kreftner. I'll do that that sex move where where the woman's like she's hanging off the couch and you're behind you, but she's like it's like doggy style, but upside down, like she's underneath her taint. Well, now, how would she watch the TV then? I she actually, it's a perfect vantage for the TV, but she'd have to watch it upside down. But well, I, then it's I'm just not. saying. But what I would say is, if you're receiving all these, if you if someone, if you're on a way in a business trip, someone's telling they're going to fucking kill you, and you return, take a couple of days off. Oh, from going absolutely. Home. Stay wherever that office conference is. Maybe yes. book a couple extra days in that hotel. Maybe it's a Margaritaville, a similar Margaritaville I stayed at in Florida. Have fun. Do you remember the, that really nice hotel we stayed at in Orlando? They were yes. technically a Disney resort. You stay to Disney Disney Resort. You just stay there a couple extra days, kind of let like maybe some of the steam out. Like she can do all this kind of bullshit. Well, kind of be you know, do she can get something be stop as being as mad or or maybe Maroney will tell her that she's wrong. You never know with you these never, prophecies. You never know. Do what Jack Nicholson told Kobe Bryant to do. <laughs> Uh, when he was giving advice to a 19-year-old Kobe Bryant on the basketball court. Heat up. Get loose. Get loose. Get loose. Oh, actually, with, with my voice being as bad as it is, I think I do a pretty good Jack Nicholson. I'll tell you what. Do you do a good Jack Nicholson? <laughs> That's my Jack Nicholson impression. Oh, it's good. So Charles Vallow, he obviously he filed for divorce. Uh, this was pretty crazy. Uh, he also accused Lori of threatening to kill him if he got her in her way. This yes. is according to Kay Woodcock. She says... Uh, this is about uh, this is about Charles. She says he was highly concerned about it. Her emotional yeah. state, her mental he state. He should have been. He so. should have been highly concerned. <laughs> yes, he was highly concerned about it. Her emotional state, her mental state, and the fact that she had made threats about him. It all yes. culminated. It all culminated into that cult that <laughs> of course she's it did. in. So yes. what do you do? So if you're in a relationship though, and all of a sudden one day. Your spouse comes home. They truly have changed. They call it a, a rebirth, being reborn, being born again. This can be either a spiritual thing or someone just comes home dressed in all MAGA gear. And you're like, what happened? We were just fine, normal just Thursday. fucking leave. You that is go. the cleanest break in the world. That's the cleanest break in the world because they're not even there emotionally anymore. You could probably go get them served and sign paperwork and be like, "This uh, Maroney wants you to sign this. Yeah, he actually came to me in a dream last night and he said that he wants you to sign this and have us divorced. It's just like, yeah, Maroney really knows what he's talking about. And so she'll sign it. And then, you don't, you know, then you're done. You're out. But so Chad Daybell, okay. her new husband, his wife, former wife, Tammy Daybell, 
He died two days. He died within two weeks prior to his marriage with Lori Vallow. Whoa. So Chad Daybell has killed his wife. They don't uh. know yet. They think that she, they say they believe that she died from natural causes. But their body has now has been exhumed so that they can do a proper autopsy on her. This shit's fucking insane. I mean, in many and ways, so, isn't getting strangled to death a natural cause? You know? And so apparently Tammy Dayball had called 911 in the days prior to her death. She said she reported a man pointing a paintball gun at her. Oh. Uh, this is, so you got to look at this. So, so number one, we, I'll put a little number out here they have in the end of the article. Is anybody has either seen J.J. Vallow or Tylee Ryan, call 208-359-3000 or 1-800-THE-LOST, yeah. which is a very intense phone and, number. And the 1,000th caller will be um, signed up for free to the Publishing Clearinghouse, which is back. Publishers <laughs> Clearinghouse is back. And what my understanding is, they'll bring you that money right to your they front will. door. They will. Uh, but this is this is one of those stories that it, I, I feel like this can come out. I'm going to listen to this podcast that they did, but it's I, I don't it's a two person cult. A two person cult you, is can it be a two person cult? Isn't that just do, a fucked up friendship? I don't know, man. I actually I wonder because in a way, a marriage is kind of like a little business, right? It's it's a it's a thing. Like getting yeah. getting married, and and you are creating sort of a because finances are involved. All this kind of shit happens. Sure, it's a sure. merging of two people's lives. So I think that two people, in a way, can form a little cult, especially if uh, people are dying because of it. I think that in a way it's like the smallest, most intimate cult of all because mm. it's just a feedback loop between two people spurring each other on. Uh, obviously, uh, they must be filled with sexual intensity. I really do believe there's a part of that weird. There's a there's oh, a of course. Mormon sexual intensity that can kind of zip through your body because you have to be fucking to make more kids. I suppose so. It's very Amish. Um, but I think you need a third member of a cult, though, because you need a cuck. Every cult has to have <laughs> yes. a cuck character. Otherwise, it's not a cult at all. Uh, How do you know you're powerful if you have no one beneath you? They killed him. Ah, this is according to Kay Woodcock. She says, we knew it was murder. We knew Charles's death wasn't a justifiable homicide. It was like they set him up. Definitely. So it looks like the Woodcocks. They, they're putting on their detective caps, so and this it is seems how you like kn- they solved a lot of the issues here. This is how you know it's a cult, what they're involved in, is that they said preparing a people is part of a media company that films speakers on a variety of topics not affiliated with any specific religion. Hmm. Color My Media owners Michael and Nancy James wrote on the company's website. It's not a group, and it's not a cult, <laughs> it, or something people join, <laughs> but as educational lecture events that can be attended or watch on video. All right. Well, they, well and they do have a chokes. They do have a church spokesman, Eric Hawkins, who has ironically de- declined to comment, which what? is theoretically his entire job. What? He's supposed to be talking. There's a there's a spokesman. So Julie Rowe, a self-described visionary and energy worker, who says she has been long friends with Daybell, like the energy workers my my mom's working with, they're all trying to. Make her cheat on her with against my father. No, no one is making your mother cheat on your father. All they your just mother does. With her. No, your mom is just talking to other adults, and you are crazy. She keeps. Oh, they keep offering her motorcycle rides and boat rides. Let your mother live a little bit. I want her to. I want her okay. to. Okay. 
uploaded a video. So she uploaded a video on her website defending him and claiming his innocence and the children's disappearances and the death of his previous wife. So this is she is defending Daybell, the this new Julie- D- D- Chad Daybell. This so energy worker has come out of the woodwork <laughs> to just defend Chad Daybell. And she Julie Rowe, Daybell- when she says energy worker, we're not talking like Con Edison. No, I, no, I no. believe this is a much more loose interpretation of energy. Yeah, she's not on the line. No, no. No. So she said Daybell repeatedly told her that he had a vision of Tammy's death, like he was planning it. Roe claimed to have the same vision, like she helped plan her murder. No, it's visions, Henry. It's not no, premeditation. It's, it's if you're visions. just if you're making yourself have a vision, it's a plan. <laughs> so according to Julie, my angels tell me that Chad Daybell is being falsely accused of the suspicious death of his wife. I have talked to Tammy's spirit, and she said Chad's got nothing to do with it. Uh-huh. Oh, so God, uh, what's clear then? Interesting. I wonder if she is she the greatest witness to have in court for your defense, or the no. single worst witness ever. I don't mind having a witness that's wearing a see-through shirt and a wig. Right. Like, I don't mind that, but they have to be fucking on the money, and they better have a lot of receipts. So two days before Thanksgiving, officers were already very concerned about the children going missing, and they checked on Lori and Chad. Right? Because it calls a worried family member. Sure, of course. Investigators said the couple claimed JJ and Ty Lee were visiting relatives in Arizona. So the two minors had left and were visiting relatives in Arizona well, alone you, Henry, on Thanksgiving. You know how kids are. They don't want to go to Disneyland. They don't want to no. go to places that might be fantastical, uh, no. geared towards children. They want to go to Arizona where they you can go still to get lost in the energy where you can still get lost in the desert and be eaten by birds. No, they want to be frightened at the airport, not understanding how to get through security. They That's love what they it. want. They That's love what it. they want. No help. Kids hate help. And so they discovered this lie immediately. It's not like they, they had to go and check it out, I guess. Investigators returned to the home you, the next you, day. If you are the parents, aren't like in your investigators, isn't the excuse being like, my kids left to Arizona? Isn't that like, also kind of an parents? interesting? Isn't that like, yeah. aren't you not good parents then? You're the parents. Right. You didn't take them. They just left. They took a bus. So the like, next day they came and discovered when they discovered that whole thing was a lie, they came in. Some For some reason, Lori and Chad had left town. Get out of here. So now they are gone. They are on the run. We don't know where these two kids are. No. And so, the sh- sheriff's deputies searched the Daybell's home. They removed 43 items, including cell phones, computers, medication, and journals. And I can only imagine the medication needs to be taken by those people. I oh, can yeah. only imagine the insanity that those journals uh, contain. And the porno on the computers must be ultimately fascinating. I mean, if it's anything like some of the, the some of that documentary footage I saw about Mormon women and their missionary work and, and the way they reach out, some of those Mormon girls, that I mean, uh-huh. it's just important for you know, them to be doing that work. So whatever the, it happens. That's one of the interesting things here about last podcast on the left. Uh, the Mormon series was heavily researched, extremely uh, in-depth, involved, educational, and the... Pro- the reason why we got into it was because Henry started looking at Mormon porn. No, and then, Marcus and started it. Marcus started with Mormon porn. And then he Marcus was like, and now we have it. to cover all of Mormonism because he squoshed it to a series I, of gals. And I don't like the fact that I I scloop to the same fucking shit that Marcus scloops. But at the same time, I mean, like, uh, you know, if if the dick comes, you know what I mean? 
I'm pretty sure scooping is when the cum goes back into your penis. It's very. I bizarre. try to do it. I try to do it. It's kind of fun. I'm like, eat your soup, eat your soup. <laughs> you are dis- <laughs> you are disgusting. Oh, Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try Every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of cha. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. Well, that's podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses Filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay, because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt and not only are you going to get the judge reinhold sitting on the clydesdale entire series clothes and non-clothes what we also are going to offer and i mean this we're trying to get into giraffe rides i brought this up the other day we got to start riding other animals but horses take pictures of the horses photoshop the horses into other celebrities but stop riding them save a horse ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go ahead to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home. 
on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast-growing trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape design, and how best to take care of your plants. I love Fast Growing Trees because I just moved here to Los Angeles. I've got a yard now, and I'm doing all the landscaping myself. I love working in my garden. I love planting stuff. I love growing stuff. And the cool thing about fast growing trees that I really like is that they tell you exactly what type of growing zone you're in. I'm in growing zone 10 and they can tell you exactly what type of trees or plants or whatever you can put out in front of your house. Uh, I'm looking at the Norfolk Island pine tree. I'm looking at putting a little bit of red sister cordyline up in front of my fence. I think that'll the red will really pop nice. And maybe for the backyard, I got an extra planter that I might put a satsuma plum tree in. And these prices are reasonable. They're reasonable if you've ever been to a nursery. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. It's sports. Prize picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor, what's eating up? Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Yeah! Toss that rock! Come on, guys! Yeah, pass it around. Get on the excitement with Price Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious caps. Whether it's hula hoops or earring hoops, you're going to know everything you need to know about sports. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Price Picks with little as four correct picks. Conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are getting closer. Basket. Price Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. I sure wish that Bobby Bonilla was still in the game because I would pick him to go all the way. Can you imagine Bobby Bonilla played basketball? Woo-wee, dog! Then it would be more like baseball, but Bobby Bonilla would still be crushing it in the contract game. Woo! The deadliest game of all. Download the app today. And use code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. <laughs> All right. So that story, we will keep you up to date on what's going on there. Hopefully Man, they find those children. I hope they, uh, they're dead though, right? No, I don't, no, don't want to say that, but I know it's not. It, yeah, odds I, are they're not. It's here not. Anymore. Nothing's good. No, nothing's good about it. All right. Well, also talk of- about nothing's good. You know, who's also not coming back. Who's not going to be found is Neil Pert, drummer of Rush. He what fucking happened? died. He died. Yes, but I mean, yeah, that, died of cancer. That wasn't. Uh, There's was nothing nefarious there. I'm looking up to you, Neil Pert. 
fucking, I hope you got the most fucking rockin'est drum rig in a whole world. You can finally go full 360 without having to be strapped to your stool. So good ups to you, fucking Neil Pert. And I hope you're fucking kicking Beethoven off the piano and playing drums on the piano up in heaven. Well, that doesn't make any sense. But you know, yep. Keith Moon is up there in heaven rocking every Saturday night at heaven's uh, whatever there, if there was a make-believe cafe up there. I'd love to see Keith Moon and Neil Peart play drums to, just for hours all at in, each other in, in heaven. all drum band. I think I could take just the right amount of weed edibles and enjoy a band that is just five drum sets and everyone's got to sing at some point. God, man, I could fucking be high enough for a lot of shit. Yeah. Well, speaking of masturbation and murder, this guy, this story is insane. Crystal meth, man. Can crystal meth, it doesn't let you down. It no, definitely man, it's is very a drug inspiring. that lives up to its name, right? People love crystal meth. They, they absolutely love it. They really do because it gives you certain powers. You feel like a superhero. Yes, you're also now a felon because you've done something horrible. But that amount of, if you could just harness the the one the the one minute rush at the peak of the meth experience, right Ooh. before it goes downhill, and then all of a sudden Ooh. you're in a bank and you're taking a dump and you're asking for your for your for your sucker, and they're like, we don't give suckers to people who are not. Uh, people, uh, people who no, go like, I'm talking about one of these fucking suckers. Whoa. And you start sucking your own dick in the middle of the bank. Well, that's I, horrible. You know what it is about meth is that it gives you a lot of confidence. It's kind of like those tampon commercials where it shows like a woman like riding a horse and playing tennis and going grocery shopping. But with meth, you could do all of it at once. At the same go. time, and you could be yep. bleeding from parts of your body. I just watched that South Park episode where Cartman got his period because he had a bloody yes. asshole. In that yes. episode. Oh, that's it's a great very one. Good. So this dude, his name is Andrew. I believe it's Fry. It's F R E Y. Could be Frey, but Andrew Fry. He was high on crystal meth. He was masturbating, and that's when a bunch of cops went over and were like, "Yo, bro, you can't really publicly masturbate." And Andrew Fry, he had a different opinion. He ended up fighting all 15 officers before they finally took him into custody and stopped play- and before they finally took him into custody um, but the entire time he was fighting off these officers he was also fighting off his own penis but he was masturbating well fighting 15 cops wow that is crystal meth i didn't realize that you could get so aroused on crystal meth i figured yes. it was one of those almost like cocaine and whiskeys where it made your penis kind of be like clocked out for the weekend no, dude. Crystal meth makes you hornier than ever. Have you ever watched one of these videos? I, uh, I've i seen there was a it was like this old man that was talking about how he's like, uh, you know, some people need Viagra. Some people don't want to do that. But sometimes you got to lose. You hit that rock. You hit that rock. And then what happens is your dick gets so thick and so big, so fucked, so long and so ready to come. You tip your dick. It's so sensitive. You don't even have to fucking touch it. You just let look at it. It comes and it comes. And meth now, is what very video, exciting. Now, what video? Where'd you find that video? Look up meth hard-ons. Now, why'd you I look mean that it. up? You know, I do a lot of shit on the Internet. All right. So I see it all. I, you are a man who has seen it all. <laughs> I see it all. So Fry later reportedly told authorities that he took methamphetamine and couldn't 
remember the obscene incident. Uh, he uh, has been arrested for indecency, theft of services, mm, and of course, resisting arrest. Yeah. The sad part. The the sad part really is he was also tased. So this guy had a hell of a day. <laughs> he had that a that day. is a day. That um, is a big long day. But can you imagine being so high that you don't remember jerking off and fighting fifteen police officers? I feel like it, no matter how fucked up I have ever been in my life. I just feel like I would remember, like something no, you, would stick in my, in, in my frontal brain and just be like, oh, what happened last night? And then at some point I would be like, I fought 15 officers while I was masturbating. You know what it is, is that I think it's not that you directly forgot, but I think you like wake up and you're in a jail cell and you're all fucking the shit beat out of you. Oh, yeah. Um, you're wearing not your clothes. No. You're wearing stuff that the, the, the police department gave to you. And while you were in your meth haze... You were in a form of conscious, and you were making decisions at the time that seemed fucking rock solid, and you were super excited about it. Uh, you wanted to show these cops that not only could you physically beat them, but you could also come, right. which is a huge embarrassment to them, the fact that uh, he could hold them off long enough so that he can come. Oh, my God. Officer Smorgasbord, just you can see the, the cum just hitting his badge. And he How just mad. has to look and just be like, why did I choose this profession? Well, what the am problem I doing here? Just know for a fact that if you come on a police officer, you're going to be getting you're getting anklets. Oh, gonna my God. They're goodness. really going to they're going to put you through the ringer if at all possible. Oh, but yeah. this guy, uh, you wake up. And then so I think you got a lot of hints as to what happened. You're like. I remember a lot of activity yesterday. Um, I remember I went and got a smoothie. Um, I picked up some blue for my buddy Spider. Then I saw six hours of Golden Girls. But now right. I'm here. And so I, I feel like you do piece it all together. And once you get a, a helpful nudge from the police and when they describe all your actions, then it, the full picture comes back. Absolutely. Hopefully you can kind of uh, figure that out there. So there you go, folks. Be careful on crystal meth. I would just say kind of stay away from it in general. Uh, even if you have to drive long distances, just take the, the trucker speed is all you need. Honestly, the, the, I understand a lot of people trying to kick coffee, but meth's not the way. No. Green tea. I don't, this, this whole anti-coffee thing. I've had some friends who went anti-coffee. I don't know. I think I'm going to stick with coffee. I like coffee. I, I just love it. I just like coffee. And the so tea. that's what when, I'm doing. Whenever we go over to Europe, they say, oh, do you want some breakfast tea? There ain't no caffeine in that. There's, there I mean, there is, is, technically. But it's not like, it's not our good caffeine. I, I, no. I need too much caffeine. It's not weapons grade caffeine. No, I need to no. be, I need to be. Upset with myself for something I did in fourth grade. That's when I know it's a great cup of coffee. When you finish it, and then you're like, God damn it. Why didn't I sing properly? All right, we're going to do Hero of the Week. Before that, I, I'm a little bit late to the game here, Henry. What? I'm a little late to the game. I finally watched Don't Fuck With Cats. It's very good, Luca right? Mignotta. If you haven't seen that out there. It's the first episode sucks to watch because it like they show way too much of this video of cats dying. No, um, I am. But, it ruined our night. Oh, yeah. It was not a nice night. But that three part series, Luca Magnata, he is a character. And the people that found him, those Internet nerds, I love them so much. They internet are very slu- enthusiastic. In- they are Internet sleuthing. Like, they were so fun, the way they would dissect all the pictures and be like, yes. where's the doorknob from? Where's well, the electrical outlet from? they didn't help. They did. 
They didn't actually help. But the, because nobody listened to them. Yes. No, it's very sad. And also, no, Luke Magnata is a very interesting cat that we should probably do an episode on at some point. And the reason I bring it up, Henry, is because I do have one question. Do what? you remember when they're talking to Luca's mother and Luca is telling her all She's about this horse so and I don't broken. want to spoil this situation. She reminds me so much of uh, Andrew Cananan's mother. She is so sadly um, just she Out created a devil. She created a horrible person and yes. she just can't uh, address that. But there is a hand in, in the footage of the first murder of the cats at the very end of the footage. Do you remember that, Henry? Yes, there's like but that they, second hand. Their second hand, but they never explain whose no. hand that is. No. So, I don't know. Maybe someone can email sidestorieslpotl at gmail.com if you have any information on who the hell's hand that is because someone else was in the room when he first killed those cats. There's a lot of shit going on, but then Luke Magnata, even now, he's just he did another interview with himself online. I have to with find himself. it. So we should play it on the show. He did another interview. They said it was an interviewer with a robot voice, but it was him. He created a thing from jail saying that he was a part of some massive conspiracy, that there's other people involved, and that he was making these snuff films for the U.S. government. That's what the whole line that he fed his mother. You should watch the documentary series. It's very, very interesting. The the only conspiracy theory I'm buying for 2020, hindsight 2020, Luca Mignotta killed Jeffrey Epstein, uh, which I think is possible. Maybe. I don't know. I'm still with the Papa on that one. I'm still watching. I'm still waiting for the Papa on what he finally does and reveals his reckoning. And I'm telling you what, we either roll with it or get rolled over by it. Absolutely. And there is more information coming out about the Epstein situation regarding the um, the the footage that afterwards after the suicide. They deleted all of a it. Was deleted. So they Henry, deleted it. They deleted. This it. is just getting to be so. <sighs> So stupid, man. It's so bad, man. I don't even know. I don't know what to do. How to even approach it anymore? I'm so lost. Well, Henry and I will keep you updated on the Epstein thing. We'll do it. We'll talk about. We'll do that more in length because we talked about it the day of or the day after, and then a whole bunch of weird informations come out. So we'll we'll Which do is that everything's again in the so contradictory that it's so difficult to really piece it all together. And obviously, now all the cases are closed. Also. Uh, the four, I believe it was the fourth accuser of Kevin Spacey also died. That's another thing we really have to talk about. I don't That's know a, what's... Maybe he really is. I don't is know. Is this the, the face happening? of the Illuminati? Because he made the double Christmas videos. We talked about that enabling his top hat. Support that show, please. Listen to it. Thank you. Um, he made the double Christmas videos. He's getting scarier. And now the fourth accuser's dead. He, I don't know. He is either the luckiest rapist to ever live... <laughs> He is, yeah, or he is luckier the, than the Golden is, State Killer, I guess. Yeah, or our president. He literally somehow got away with all of this shit. His victims are mysteriously dying, and I really wonder. I, I, I wonder if he has a hand in it. I, I don't Who knows? know. I mean, we I have lost how much one he's friend. Still worth. We have lost one friend. Rest in peace, K, uh, KB. January twenty second this year. Uh, think about Kevin. That'll be the one year. Um, Death, uh, what do you say? Anniversary, death of her? I don't know. It's I'd very say sad. Anniversary, day. yeah. It's very, very sad. But we know one person that's died. How do you magically somehow have four people within one year that just so happened to accuse you of rape just dead? It's I don't insane. know. And why it is it? It seems like it's a this is massive another, coincidence. I, but don't you think that should be, it, it has not touched the news. Yep. Isn't that weird? It is real weird. It's almost like there's a gigantic cabal. Then runs all media. Uh, we have one friend on the inside in L.A. In, inside of there, and hopefully he can 
Let us see what they do. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about Hero of the Week. Hero of the we talk about gamers all the time and, and sometimes it's very negative because they swat each other and they send horrible people to people's homes and they I try like, to get people killed. I like gamers. I think it's a fun activity to do. I'm getting into it. So the parents of a teenager, he suffered a seizure while chatting online. They thanked his friend who called emergency services from 5,000 miles away. Aiden Jackson. Wow. He was talking to an American gamer from his bedroom. Oh, and his friend, 20-year-old Dialathora from Texas, alerted police in the UK. The first Aiden's parents knew of the emergency was when police and an ambulance appeared at their front door. The Liverpool Echo reported. Caroline and Steve Jackson then rushed upstairs to find their son extremely disoriented. Mrs. Jackson, 48, said, We were at home watching TV and Aiden was upstairs in his room. The next thing we noticed was two police cars outside with flashing lights. Now, usually as a parent, you're like, what is my... My children been doing what's my children what been doing on the done? internet yes. this is horrible like why are you here i assume they were in the, in the area for another reason and then they ran up to the front door they said there was an unresponsive mail at the address we said we hadn't called anyone and they said a call came from america i immediately went to check on aiden and found him extremely disoriented aiden had a seizure miss jackson added we are extremely grateful for what dia did and shocked that we could be downstairs and not know anything that was happening so hero of the week is dia lathoria from texas thank you so much from five thousand miles away saving this person who was having a seizure unbeknownst to his parents I also love this story of the tortoise that single-handedly is saving the tourist popula- the tortoise population <laughs> in the Galapagos Island by being one of the horniest <laughs> turtles on record, where it's fucking so much that it replaced the entire species on the island. That's incredible. Really? Yeah, really? you read that story? No, I haven't. That's a great story. I didn't see that one. I got, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google uh, horny tortoise Galapagos. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Did I want to see what comes sh- up. Okay. Horny tortoise, Galapagos. Oh, we got the Galapagos tortoise. Oh, let's see here. I'm not finding anything about the... Horny. That's the key word. Horny is the operable word. Oh, I see. I put in Horby. That's the problem. He's big old fat. Horny tortoise saves entire species via sex. Oh, this this is kind of an old school story. It's a bit old. It's from 2016. Oh, it's... Ah, God damn it. No, I think... damn it. No, you know what? We weren't even doing side stories, so we got a lot of work to do. We do got a lot of work to do. All right. Absolutely. I got some really good letters also, that I want to You know the name of the tortoise? What? It's Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy Diego, the tortoise. That is, that is very cute. Okay. <laughs> I have two of the more interesting letters we've ever had on the show and one of the, one of the grossest single things I've ever read. So okay. let's go through this. So this comes from E. I works an aerospace engineer focusing on counter drone measures. Last week, Ben panicked about gave domestic terror ideas about nerds strapping grenades to drones for a swarm attack. I did not give the ideas. I you put it out there. Say, you inspired I, people. Say, I love it. I'm happy that you did. It's not the. I, I think the idea has already been created. I am a mirror of society, and if you don't like what you're looking at, well, then maybe you need to change the world we're living in. Whoa. Yeah, buddy. Whoa. What is this, Captain Planet? <laughs> Unfortunately, his panic is already a reality, with all of his fears almost spot on. 
There have already been multiple instances of drone swarms of around a dozen homemade drones attacking a Russian airbase in Syria. The drones used in the attacks are bigger than the kind you would get for Christmas, but as you can see in one of the links, they're basically a motor attached to some hobby electronics and foam board hmm. held together with tape. This was also an attempt to assassinate the president of Venezuela in 2018 using explosives strapped to two commercially available drones. Uh-oh. When it comes to strapping a grenade to a drone, it is already a common tactic to take drones you get at Christmas, like a DJI Phantom, attach a metal tube to it, stuff a grenade inside, and wire a drop mechanism to drop the grenade over the target. Recently, this tactic backfired uh, when an ISIS fighter's drone ran low on battery, automatically returned home to the pilot, and blew himself up. (laughs) I actually had something very similar happen to me. I've been playing Division 2 again, which means I've been staying up until 8 o'clock in the morning, and I had a drone situation that exploded above my head, and I was just I was This is real, Kissel. This This is is actually very real. Oh, this this is real. real. Okay. Defending kids' drones is a major area of R&D and also a major concern since most defense systems don't scale down to drones. For one, they're so small that it can be difficult to detect them from background noise. Additionally, if they're detected, they can have erratic movement, making them hard to hit, unlike, Mm -hmm. say, a mortar, which is small but follows a calculable trajectory. Finally, it's also a numbers game. Some current missile tech can detect and take out a drone, but that's using a million-dollar munition to take out a thousand-dollar toy bought at Best Buy. I hope I don't scare you guys too much. You don't. You're actually exciting me. I think it's fucking awesome. I love all this chaos. I mean, we know what's happening. But there's a lot of interesting developments out there in the counter drone world, like lasers and net guns, and then hopefully you can calm Ben down soon. But I don't want you to be calmed down. I say fucking everyone should be vaguely scared. Hey, buddy, I ain't scared. I'm ready to go. Get your, you know, I have my my salt gun that I've been taking out the flies with, and maybe I'm going to get a net gun to take out these damn drones. I am team anti-drone. I always will be. They're just used for peeping. No one's, everyone's like, oh, you can use it to film your next big movie. You can use it for artistic reasons. There are very few artistic minds in this world. It's just going to be used to either look at your own sister or your neighbor's sister nude while showering, or maybe a girl is going to look at her 14-year-old friend that's a male, and you know nine times out of ten, you'll be masturbated. It is not like that all the time, and again, I think everybody should be free to do whatever they want for their drones. If you saw, drone we freedom. talked about that. Henry, you're the first one. If you saw a drone in your backyard that did not belong to you, you, I could, ju- I know what you're going to throw your coffee cup at it. You'll yeah, throw dude. a TV at it. Yeah, but that's fucking fair game, buddy. Okay. That's how it is. Man's w- love and war. That's how it is. You got to do it. You to play. Just, it's supposed to be just. It's a. We're not no supposed rules to be a war. of love and war. It, it says it not, in the book. There's a book. I know that, but we're oh, not yeah. at war. So listen to this one. Every day is a war. Every day is a war. Every, each man is a war. That's from Dune. Okay. Now look at this. This comes from A. Listen to this story. This is fucking wild. Okay. Two things you should know. I have a secret security clearance that I worked in a tactical operations center the majority of my Iraq deployment. Two things right. I know. It wasn't ours, and I have never seen anything like it. I was deployed 2008 to 2009 in the southeastern part of Iraq. My job was to oversee parts of operations and communicate with units in our area of operation at the brigade level. I remember that it was late at night. I had a 12-hour shift every day from night until morning. Now, in this tactical operations center, or TRC as I will refer to it, we could sometimes see what UAVs in the area could see on a screen. Which UAV is a, a, a unmanned aerial vehicle. It's one of the things that they call a uh, the, uh, drone in the military. Yes, and you can listen to Henry mention UAVs when we release this year's live show special. It'll be coming out uh, sometime soon. We have to edit it and do a whole series of things. We have but, to do a lot of uh, Henry's alien 
segment is it's thick. It's thick. So on this night, it was pretty quiet. No attacks around and things were going smoothly. I had a running list at all times of the events of the past 24 hours, which sometimes contain things like small arms fire, indirect fire, but nothing much that day, and I was thankful. Hmm. So our UAV picked something up in the distance. Most of us there weren't paying too much attention at the time. Slowly, the UAV closes the distance. I won't go into details of which type of UAV we had going at the time, but it could fly overhead, target your toenail, and then put a bomb on it. It was a damn good UAV and quick, too. As it closed in, we saw it was a flying craft of some sort. The fuck was exactly as I thought as it became clearer. We were tracking with the UAV a bit and started to get a few different angles on it. It didn't seem huge, maybe even the size of a UAV or a human lengthwise. The one thing that truly stood out to us, and I will never forget, is that it had a vertical kind of dorsal wing at the top of it, but no horizontal wings. Hmm. How the fuck can something fly like that? We're all kind of watching it in weird disbelief. Air Force has been called. Army has been called. Navy has been called. It isn't ours. The Romanians, the British, the Canadians, the Australians, our Iraqi army allies, it isn't theirs. Hmm. Almost as if it noticed us getting ever so closer, bang, it banked hard left. It was such a fast and abrupt acceleration, the Air Force guy's jaws dropped and said, um, that's not possible. Our UAV gave chase, but so slow. We have incredible tech, and the UAV was top of the line. It struggled so hard to even get in the right direction. That's how crazy acceleration of this thing was. Again, how with no horizontal wings? We eventually closed the gap again. Almost felt like it was letting us. It should not feel as if we were chasing like the predators we were used to being. More like it was toying with us like you would a child by running a little ahead so they would give chase. Again... Close enough to get a clearer picture, then banked again. I don't remember which ways it was going, but it was sporadic, and it didn't seem to have a clear goal. If I remembered correctly, though, it did seem to have a propulsion from the rear. This went on until it banked and then just kept going. It left one of the most leading innovations in UAV UAV tech in the absolute dust. The entire event, from seeing it to leaving it, lasted just under an hour. The major in charge, along with the other higher-ups, really had no idea what to call it, let alone what to do about it. I asked the major what to write it up as, as the event. He said, well, I guess we just put down UFO. So I did. There was over 20 of us who witnessed the UFO. We were all pretty speechless. None of us really talked about it much because it would just be pure speculation. Plus, surely someone in the infinite wisdom of the U.S. military had to know what it was. As you can imagine, being in in a war, our thoughts turned quickly to other events and we forgot about it. I can totally forget, though. I can't totally forget, though, because it was so insane. It wasn't ours. It was something else. Damn. Well, and of course, where the military uh, military fields, the in military theater, in the in the theater of war, that's a great place for extraterrestrials or for UAVs to be because there's so much stuff going and flying around the skies. All new technology. Like we release new tech every year. Uh, yep. Everyone in, in in the Middle East is like, "Ooh, what are they going to kill us with this year?" And we're like, "Oh, cool. this year we gave our drones a smile." Oh, cool, fun. But that's very cool. Very, yeah, very interesting. cool. Um, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna read this. I don't know why I'm gonna read this letter. So hopefully you continue to listen to the show afterwards. I don't know what this is about. This you tell me how you see how you react to this. Well, um, how now? So you said it's the grossest letter we've ever received. Now, I don't know what, why it in, is. In what war? In what realm? Listen, is it gory or you're gonna listen? You're okay, gonna listen right now. okay. Besides the one of the dog chewing on the paralyzed woman's foot. That was wild. That was that was insane. And and you know what? Dogs don't usually do that. You want to be careful when you uh, pass out in a stupor. Okay, so this comes from M. I'm answering an inquiry from your last side stories about if it's okay to let your pet suck on your toes. Oh, my. 
I'd say it's probably fine, but for I me personally, I read this. Like you read, you're reading it's this very one. Comfortable. Yep. Oh for reasons my I'm about goodness. to share. I used to have this cat that was very sweet, but very mentally handicapped. She loved licking people and grooming uh, the Henry. hairs in their arms, and it was just innocent cat antics. It's handicap. I, yes, <laughs> handicapped. I sleep naked, and one night I woke up to the oddest sensation right near my coochie. I woke up to find that the cat had gotten into my room under my covers and had groomed all of my pubes with her tongue until they were all slicked down. <laughs> I hadn't shaved in a good while, and while I had a full bush on my pubic mound labia and around my asshole, and she'd gotten almost all of it. I freaked out and launched her off the bed and ran to the shower. I'll never forget being woken up with the sounds of wet lapping and seeing her cross-eyed gaze fixated on my pubes. The next day, I had to clean up her hairball that was probably full of my hair. Ugh. I have never been the same since. And I don't know why that's bad. I feel like it's actually, I guess, you know, a cat can do whatever it wants. It's just something about, it's the waking up to it. No, it's disgusting. I read this in our side stories email, and I just kind of, I, I just kind of left it. I was like, all right. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. No, it is. I don't know if it's interesting. It's definitely disgusting. And you never know what cats are up to. That's why it is like, don't fuck with cats on the internet. But also, you got to realize sometimes a cat does need to be thrown across the room. Sometimes. I don't like, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you know what? I would say in your body, it's disgusting. I think it's great. It's just something about it being all full of your pubic hair. That's just kind of the, but I guess at the same time, I guess in a way, it's like a lucky cat. No, it's not a lucky cat. It's like a cat that's know. in a barbershop that only trims pubic hair, and it's licking up all the floors because they don't want to clean it up with a, with a broom. It was a not sketch. a lucky cat. This cat had no idea what it was up to. It just no, followed a it. bunch of hair somewhere. Technically, I just loved it. I oh, love every minute of it. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is a great episode. It, an- We're another, in good shape. A, a, you and I both look. We sound good. We feel good. Um, God, it's good, man. God, I is, love getting, God is God good. is good. I really, really feel, um, I feel so healthy. You know, technically I should, I do feel good. And if you're out there and you're doing your sober dry January, do it. So if you're out there, you're doing a little dry January, try to hang in there as long as possible. But you know what I said, Henry, if I do want to get a beer, I'm going to let myself have a beer because don't you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to hit yourself with a, with a spoon. I don't believe in, in saying like that's why I've said before I'm not it's not that I quit smoking cigarettes I'm not smoking cigarettes now so it never has to feel like a thing that I'm withholding for myself exactly because then your body is like I want it I want it I want it it's just very bizarre because it's like me deserves it. it exactly um all right everyone well thank you all so much for listening we are super excited to see you in April. We're going to be hitting the road, and uh, it's just going to be a wonderful, wonderful time. So if you're in Lubbock, this is the this every single segment of every single show we're doing is going to be called Last Podcast Talks to Lubbock. If you're in Lubbock, this Please. is a big deal for Marcus. Marcus, you got to come to see this show. If you don't show up to this show, it will be it's like having a party. Like, I'm going to have a birthday party, and then no one comes. No and one comes. Then, then Marcus is going to spiral, 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 and then you know what? He's moving back to Lubbock, but he thinks he's Jesus Christ this time. And next thing you know, he's mayor of Lubbock, and you will regret the day you didn't come out to our live show. Honestly, it's like a really good op- it sounds like a really good opportunity for Marcus, and I I would don't want to take that from him. So no, don't no. come, don't come to the show. <laughs> 
See what happens. See what happens to your precious Lubbock when Marcus is in charge, when big Marcus rolls back into town. Oh, my goodness. Right, shit's going to change. Last podcast uh, on the left.com. Uh, check out the website. You can see all of our live dates there, and we are so excited. And we have also just finished signing half of the amount of copies that we have to sign for the book. We are, I think, 8,000 deep each. Um, and my signature, Henry, I have to say, over time, Sometimes my signature oh, is just devolves. gorgeous, but then it devolves, it evolves, it just totally changed. At one See, point, we talked was... about this. It's so funny. It's a weird phenomenon where it's just like I was like, how do I, how do I write? It was like by by like box five. I was like, how how do how do men write? I totally forgot. I had to I had to actively focus, and my signature is it's just so a funny. big B. Yes, it's so funny. <laughs> anyway, so we are um, well, excited for the book tour, everyone. Yes, and also, subscribe on Spotify. February 14th, we're going exclusive. We can't wait to begin our work with them. Just fucking roll on over and hit the subscribe button. It's exactly the same as any other app. I have now gone exclusively to Spotify to use to listen to podcasts. That's great. I love so, it. And keep on supporting all the shows here on Last Podcast Network. Travis Morningstar and I are really kicking some ace on Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. So please support that show. Support Wizard and the Bruiser, page seven. Page seven. Support all of the shows on the network because oh, hopefully within these next few years we can have all the shows humming along and everything is doing. Every show right now is going great. And uh, thank you all for your support and continue. And support. also the new show for page seven, Pop History, is a lot of fun. Yes. Like in-depth look at different pop culture figures. and all, It's really... It, they're, they're doing really good work. I was fucking laughing my ass off listening to it the other day. Uh, and kind of fun. The wrestling podcast, Katie and I sort of changed the format. We're going to be giving you wrestling news along with one story, uh, that uh, an evergreen story. So this past episode, we discussed how Scott Hall, a.k.a. Reza Ramon, actually killed someone when he was a bartender at a bar. He shot him in the incredible. head, and it's very interesting. That's awesome. Good for him, I guess. Bad I guess. for him? He, 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 you know, he got through it. To be fair, he Henry, the guy, rap. the guy kind of had it coming. You don't. Scott Hall is no, six know. foot eight. Like, yeah, you, you just don't, don't fuck don't, with him. No, don't fuck with him. He made a mistake. So, live your life every day like you are hungover, looking for pancakes, and you're about to get them. You're so, you're so mm. buckwheat horny, and you're about to slide in your gullet. And you know how soft and succulent they are, and they know how fill and how guilty you're going to feel afterwards, and you're going to love it. So, fucking get into it. Okay. You got to laugh like you got a big fluffy stack of pancakes in front of you, <laughs> and you've been thinking about them for weeks. Seems like and you're you still thinking bacon. about it. Honestly, I love pancakes, and I honestly had incredible <laughs> pancakes. It was over at the. Um, what was the name of this diner in Atlanta? It was a diner. Thumbs up diner. Thumbs Very good pancakes. Very thick. Okay. I like Very it. thick. Really good. And then laugh. Laugh like you just skipped a whole family of seven that are patiently waiting, but because they're, they spent all this time fucking breeding, uh. not eating there alone. But when you eat in a restaurant alone, you get to slide in and just sit up at the bar. Yep. You don't have to talk to anybody. You don't have to entertain these people. You can just do whatever the hell it is that you want and sit in silence and eat. And no one, and eat like no one's watching. Top tier. Top tier service when you go in alone. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. Mine too. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Never forget. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Tell me. And get some tea, Kissel. I'm going to get a bunch of tea if you have and any recommendations. Not What's gossip. that? Not the gossip kind. The gossip kind? What do you mean? It's a fucking term. It's a term, Kissel. Oh, I, it's a term. Well, I stand that term. 
I hate I stand it. I no. hate everything that we've ever done. If you have any suggestions, last podcast on the left, or no, last po- what is it? Side stories, L-P-O-T-L oh, at shit. gmail.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> just shoot me an email and be like, Kissel, eat this. And if you say gargle cum, I might just do that. So, so he'll don't, take don't whatever suggestion play. you got. Don't even play. All right. Peace. Bye-bye. See you, fuckers. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says right here, what would you do if another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. Uh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine, that's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer, it's of course I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and we might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D.